The Advantage of Average. So today's episode is all about being ordinary and how ordinary is a huge part of your training and why is training to be ordinary the best way to train and how to do it. So there you go. Catch it on the Peace Walker podcast. (laughs) My name is Craig Gray and you are on episode number 46. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. Hello, this is Craig Gray, and as you know, this is the Peace Walker Podcast. You're on episode number 46. Crazy stuff. 46 already. Um, I remember when I was 46. (laughs) Anyways, today's episode is about the advantage of average, why ordinary is going to make you extraordinary. And if you are looking to be entering this Peace Walker lifestyle, being a better protector, best first step is this, my six-day defense program. Sixdaydefense.com. If you go to sixdaydefense.com, it's all spelled out except for the dot. Sixdaydefense.com, you're going to get my free introduction home study course. That's going to open up a new world of possibilities for protecting yourself, living an empowered life, living with a different perspective, one that is going to affect everything that you do. As I've said before, it can change your life and maybe even save it. It is six days of two simple videos. One is a concept and about mindset, and the other is a physical defensive tactic. Each are five minutes long. So in just 10 minutes a day over the next six days, you can start this journey of being a peace walker. And do it absolutely in the comfort and safety of your own home for absolutely no cost except for some of your time. That's sixdaydefense.com. I hope to see you there. All right, let's get to it. So episode number 46 is all about being average, (laughs) being ordinary. And why this is so important for you to understand when it comes to your training. Because here's the thing, a lot of training and I'm talking training in the martial arts, you know, defensive tactics training, Krav Maga training, Bujinkan training, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu training, you name it, kickboxing training, Thai boxing training, wrestling, whatever you're doing, whatever type of flavor of the week that you're training in or flavor of lifetime, whichever it may be, Salat training, Kali training, Eskrima training, you know, Taekwondo training, I don't care, whatever, whatever it is that you're doing. And the same thing goes with firearms and learning how to um, shoot and concealed carry, clear rooms, all this kind of stuff. 
A lot of times we train for the extraordinary, which is fine. It's all right to go and train as if you're a Navy SEAL hunting down an active shooter in the middle of Afghanistan. Nothing wrong with that. Actually, it's kind of fun to do training like that. Same thing. Maybe you're really into combat sports and you are getting ready to fight your next cage match. And so you're going out and training with the Gracies. You are out you know, at the local MMA gym and you're really rocking it out with everything from your diet to running to your conditioning and sparring. You're training you know, six days a week, a couple times a day. You're really rocking it out. You're learning how to defend against very sophisticated professional moves, very technical moves. Um, nothing wrong with that. But don't distract from the point if you're learning and training to be a protector. Don't distract from the point that in real, ordinary, average life, it's the simple, basic things that are really going to save your bacon. And here's the other thing. Like, for instance, I'm sitting here right now with a heating pad on my back because it's actually, I just turned a huge corner this past week. I've been having problems with my back for heck since I was 28, really. But um, I've been having problems with my back for the past several months. And, you know, I'm still training and and doing all everything I do. But, you know, I'm trying to find the exercise and the therapy um, that's going to really help out. And so I keep trying different things. And, you know, it's a slow process of healing, slow process of, you know, not aggravating it too much, but staying active, a slow process of, you know, finding the exercises and the right therapies that are going to help you to um, heal it and so forth. And I think I've dialed it in, but it's taken some time. Um, So case in point, you know, your day-to-day life, it's kind of twofold. Your day-to-day life for what you do isn't going to be like a Navy SEAL's day-to-day life, isn't, isn't a professional fighter's day-to-day life. The types of conflicts and, and violence that you're going to run into is not going to be that typically. So when you're training and you're training in these highly sophisticated approaches, whether it's shooting, whether it's martial arts, um, oftentimes it's inappropriate. Inappropriate might not be the exact right word or right phrase, but um, you have to make your training accessible to the average everyday you. Just like when I'm teaching, um, what happens is when people first come in and we get at the academy, we get a lot of middle-aged folks with, um, we get a lot of people with training, we get a lot of people without training. And we get a lot of people who are trying to get back into shape and they're, you know, they're of average mobility and so forth, but they're not super rock stars. Um, I think they are, but, uh, you know, they're not Olympic athletes. But, and also they're middle-aged, a lot of them. So they have injuries, they have lives, they have kids, they have careers, they have other responsibilities. So... Great examples. I had a gal come in who just is just going to be joining our intro next intro session, and she is a 
I want to say she's either a doctor or a PA. She's trained to be one. She's in her, um, I think, residency. And she used to train at a Krav Maga school down in Ohio or Indiana or Illinois or something like that. And she's watching us train. And we we train well, but we don't train like really, 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 really intensely hard. Um, it's a it's a very slow burn, middle of the road. During testing periods in that, which we do once a year-ish, except for COVID days, but once a year-ish, um, we do ramp things up to be more intense and we have special classes and so forth. But the average class that we do is a mid, mid-level intensity um, to stave off injuries and to kind of get some of the details and technicality. You know, we're still flowing, but we're not crushing each other. Because, you know, you're just going to get wrecked and you have a, a real ordinary average life to live and you're not going to last long if you're always hurt, going too hard too much. And oftentimes too, going too hard is just to make up for your bad tactics and poor technique. Um, but anyway, she was very surprised of like, holy cow, you guys train really kind of sanely, <laughs> unlike, you know, the egos that I was used to at my other gym and all the injuries and everybody's really trying to wreck one another. Um, I don't think maliciously, but they're just probably going too hard and their egos are in the way. So you have to train in a way for the average person. So it's kind of like I was saying, kind of twofold. Number one is you you have to train in a way that an average person, an ordinary person can train sustainably. So you don't have to be training for the next UFC cage match or the next time you deploy with you know SEAL Team 6 because those are just fantasies for 99.999% of us. Um, either you've already done it and you're not doing it anymore or you've never done it, you're never going to do it. Let's get into reality. So that's half of it, right? Is make your, your training, find a place that a training is something you can do in real life. Now here's the second part of it. Also, the majority of the time you should be training situations that happen in ordinary life. You may want to be that Navy SEAL taking out that active shooter or on that TAC team. But is that really your lot in life? Right? You may really want to, in your head, think about training to thwart the efforts of some ancient Shaolin Kung Fu master, <laughs> complete with subtitles. But in reality, you know, the... Thug mugger, thug mugger is a new word, thug mugger. It's a thug mugger. <laughs> thug mugger, that's funny. It's all one word, thug mugger, thug mugger. Anyways, are you really adept at dealing with the thugs and the muggers and the assailants that you're going to really run into in dealing with conflict? Are you, do you understand and do you train, not just understand, but do you train the scenarios that you're probably going to run into as an average, ordinary, everyday person. Um, now, yes, once in a while, I think you should train active shooting events and you should train more sophisticated attacks and so forth. 
However, I think you should put the most amount of training into the situations that happen the most amount of time and do it in a way that you can sustain your training over a long period of time. So if you can train two to three days a week consistently for your life, your whole life, and do it in a way that's not going to wreck you, then I think you're going, you're going to get more benefit out of it. So don't go out and wreck yourself and don't train only the really super sexy fantasy once in a lifetime type circumstances like um, you would as a professional fighter or some spec op person. So that is the idea of the advantage of ordinary, right? The advantage of average in your training how you train, making it sustainable for the average person, and also more realistic. When I say realistic, I mean not overly hypey circumstances and scenarios that you're training for. You know, can you verbally de-escalate a situation when it's an argument so you prevent an assault? Can you deal with a road rager? Can you do you know what to do when somebody approaches you? Um, on the street asking for money? Do you know what to do when a couple guys approach you? Do you know how to realistically deal with a knife or pistol threat? Not just the fancy disarms, what's the psychology behind it? What would you say? What would you do? What are the warning signs that you might, the person might become physically violent, you know, going from a threat to an attack? Do you know the most common attacks that happen in the street? And if you're in a certain industry, let's say you're a teacher, do you know how to break up fights? Do you know how to escort kids down to the the office safely? Do you know how to gain voluntary compliance, get cooperation, get collaboration with your classroom, develop camaraderie? So these are things that we go over in our Peace Walker private membership. Um, but these are things that should be involved in your training. If they're not, you may consider being part of the Peace Walker private membership when we open it back up sometime uh, to add to your local training. Because I think you need the physical, the physical attributes and you just need to be realistic about that as maybe even as you're you know, learning how to get out of the triangle, leg triangle choke and doing the omoplata and gogoplata and all these crazy moves that you're probably only going to see in the gym when you're sparring with people who are like you or at competitions or in your fantasies. But my, my observation of people out there is they spend way more time training the very complicated and technical things and they then neglect the simplistic everyday things that are really their bread and butter for diminishing conflict and dealing with violence in the real world. And the training becomes so extraordinary that an average ordinary person cannot sustain it, either through injury or through time commitment and focus or through sustainability. So there's my tip, trick, and tactic of the day. Ordinary, average, but gaining the advantage and being extraordinary with being ordinary. (laughs) So there you go. 
Make sure you take a look at your own training or if you're out there seeking training, keep those things in mind. And please, if you are at all interested in being a better protector, go ahead and check out my six-day defense program, sixdaydefense.com. It's all spelled out except for the dot. It is six days of, you guessed it, training, two five-minute videos, and your entry point into this life of a peace walker. It is absolutely free except for your time, sixdaydefense.com. And on that note, gang, I really appreciate you listening to me today, and I look forward to talking with you at a later time, all right? Have a great day and keep going. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level.